This will be edited. Yes. <laughs> um, I had it on the tip of my tongue. This is where we're at. Care. Yeah. This is our first podcast. Yeah. Right? Okay. Doing great. <laughs> Brooks College. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Samuel Podcast Brooks. Wait. Podcast. podcast. <laughs> Samuel Palm Podcast Brooks podcast. podcast. Yes. We're so glad you're here. And Teddy and I are also here just to share some of our life experience. Today we'll be talking about how to create community in a new place. But before that, we have some good news of the week. Yes, so um, one of our, the, our first item of good news of the week is that both our, our very own Ben Phillips and Riley Ackley both got into grad school programs, which is huge and exciting. Ben Phillips will be um, starting his PhD in mechanical engineering in the fall, I believe. And Riley Ackley um, will begin um, her HESA program, Higher Education and Student Affairs. Yeah, way to go, Ben and Riley. And other good news, Randy celebrated a birthday this week. So happy birthday, Woo. Randy. And I don't know if you follow Alexis No on Instagram, but she has been doing some mad cooking. Um, so follow her. She made these awesome spinach noodles. She turned spinach into noodles, guys. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible, and they looked delicious. So that was exciting. And also some happy news in my family. Today's my brother's birthday he's born on april fool's day which has always been kind of fun that seems fitting from what yeah. i've heard the tales i've heard of brandon <laughs> yes i could dedicate a whole podcast episode to brandon's mischief but i won't um but happy birthday brandon happy birthday and in some other good news um we have just been reflecting in this season of what it means to live out our christian faith and so Sharing a verse that has been encouraging to me, it comes from Matthew 25, and starting in verse 35, um, Jesus is teaching, and he says, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. So let that be encouraging as you think of how to care for others in this time of need um, and in your community. So... Yeah, speaking of community, Teddy, if you want to talk about just kind of your own experiences with creating community in a new place and in times of transition. Yeah, so the, the questions we're specifically sort of dwelling on today are how to stay connected with friends when you aren't on campus and how to create community in a new place. So yeah, um, I remember when I went off to college, which all of us have done at this point, <laughs> um, my um, I, my mom gave me lots of advice. Um, I think she might have been a little nervous that her introvert child was going off into the world to make friends. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> and so um, she, she trusted me. But what her advice was, she had two pieces of advice. Um, the first one being really relationships and community are what you put in. Um, so whatever you invest in community, time, effort is going to hopefully be reciprocated. Um, 
So um, sometimes that's a little difficult because I like to sort of observe and hang back a little bit before I dive in. Um, but just knowing that if I can sort of trust the process of jumping in um, to relationships or community, that that will, um, that will hopefully be reciprocated and often is, um, especially in a healthy community. And the other thing she said was keep your door open. I think that can both be sort of metaphorical or um, literal. Um, so my freshman year, what my roommate and I did, um, we were lucky to be um, best friends from childhood. So we were on the same page to just keep our door open as often as possible, quite literally. So we had a boot, <laughs> one of my <laughs> boots that we, like winter boots that we put um, as a doorstop because <laughs> we didn't have a doorstop. Um, and we literally just um, let people sort of come into our room and often we just had ice cream in our mini fridge or freezer. It wasn't in the fridge. That's um, good. And with just things ready. Um, so those are sort of the things that have always stuck out to me even when I've transitioned into new um, seasons of life, new programs, new um, things like that. So um, like when I joined a new church, just knowing the things I get myself involved in, um, the activities I attend, the people I reach out to um, will help me be more at home and in community with um, those people. So, um, and then also just allowing your door to be open, whether that you're able to do that physically or you're able to do that sort of metaphorically be open to um, new people, open to new relationships, open to um, new experiences. Um, I feel like those were just really good advice. The other thing too that I just sort of observed, observed and absorbed growing up was food is really important. Um, so the more relationships you're able to build over food, um, it's just easy. I think that's why we have Sunday night dinner in all honesty yeah. is it's, it's what a family does. It's, um, one, I think it keeps you from being too awkward. You know, <laughs> if there's pauses in the conversation, you can just stuff your face with food. <laughs> um, <laughs> so or take a drink of it, your coffee. Yes, a very slow <laughs> yeah. drink. Um, while you think Been of your there. next kind of question you're going to ask or, yeah. um, but also it's just something, you know, hey, can you pass the green beans? I hate green beans, but you know, that's something you, oh, really I've heard people ask. <laughs> <laughs> you would love green beans. <laughs> what is that supposed to be? I don't even know. It was just a gut <laughs> instinct. So yeah, I think so. And then kind of new transitions, you know, I've had to do, um, I had to live, I think kind of the big one, because I've been lucky to live in Waco since leaving home. Um, but I think when I transitioned into a grad program, my music grad program, I was lucky to have some of the same friends, but it was a mostly whole new group of people in my program. And um, <clears throat> I also had um, a new living situation where I knew one girl because I was a CL with her and the other girls in my apartment I did not know at all. <laughs> so being able to keep my door open in the apartment um, as much as I could and being in the sort of common spaces and then also eating with them, spending time with them, um, even though sometimes my temptation was to go into my room and take naps. Um, but yeah, and then staying connected with friends. Um, I, this is something I'm not very good when I move to a new place or a new community or a new season in life. Um, I'm trying to learn how to be better. But even just sending a text to that friend saying, thinking of you. I've had friends do this to me and it's really meaningful and so I'm trying to be better about doing that myself. But FaceTime's a wonderful thing. It doesn't have to be long. Um, for those who may be more nervous to talk on FaceTime, you can always do it in a period of time where you have somewhere to be. <laughs> if you're just afraid it'll go on too long or be too awkward, have 
you know, do it in a space of time where you maybe have something following up. Um, so I think that's something that's even applicable right now where we're at is FaceTime, text, um, connect with those people, and handwritten letters. Um, I had a friend move to New York, and for a time we were able to be pen pals, even though we were mm -hmm. college friends. Like it wasn't like a total new person; we were best friends. And so, being able to, you know, do old school style snail mail was also fun, which might be a fun project to do these days. So those are sort of a few of my experiences. Yeah. What about you, Beth? Yeah, I think similarly um, to me. Something that I have found for myself in community is that it takes a lot of intentionality um, in building community. So I've been lucky enough so far in my life to be in places where community is sort of built in. So, you know, like being in the residence hall in college, Amen. it's like, <laughs> yeah, like all of the shenanigans with your friends and every late night and things like that. And you don't really have to put in a whole lot of effort to be friends with them. But um yeah, and then graduating from that and learning now and in the past couple of years how to still connect with those friends outside of that college experience, I think, has been a transition, but it just takes intentionality um, and prioritizing it. And also sometimes changing your expectations a little bit. I think there's this kind of, I guess, like a false hope that when you leave college, like you'll still talk every single day, all the time, yes. um, but then life gets busy and it can be kind of frustrating when it's like, man, I haven't talked to them all week or all month or in a few months, um, but it's okay to shift your expectations and know like those people still have a valuable place in your life, um, even if you're not able to talk every single day. So yeah, I think for me, it's been that like intentionality, changing my expectations a little bit. Um, but also being in Brooks and diving into the community that's provided, again, like it's not hard to be in community here. And I think that's what's such a blessing is like, you know, we can just be with people all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so in some ways, I think my next chapter of life, I'll be relearning some of these hard lessons when community's not necessarily handed to me on a silver platter. Yes. Yeah. So... But with that, I have hopes of, you know, what Teddy said, like inviting people in and being hospitable and being the one to foster community, even though it's kind of terrifying. It is. Yeah, it truly is. Yeah. Do you feel like you were able to see like the fruitfulness of some of the advice that your mom gave you or how did that end up? Oh, out? absolutely. Um, and this wasn't just because of what we did, but I do think it was a small part of it. But my floor, um, you know. College is sort of built, um, as we've sort of said, um, especially freshman year, to um, build community. Um, so us having our door open with ice cream, our, our <laughs> little place became one of the sort of hubs of the first floor, and our floor was super tight. Like, we were probably the closest. We were in South Russell, um, and um, we also had great CL and um, all of and so we were given a lot of really good things to thrive and um, succeed and that's not everybody's situation but I do think um, people had a comfortable place to be I got to know people in a very deep way because sometimes they would just grab ice cream and then mm. it you know evolves into many different conversations um, but we were just super tight and you know 
I only talk to a couple of those people these days, but it's sort of those things when we see each other at like homecoming or even just on Facebook or Instagram, if there's something that pops up, it's just like, oh, hey, like there's just still this like affection and love for one another, even though I may not have talked to some of them for years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one thing I was kind of thinking about adding as far as like when you're not on campus connecting with friends, um, for me, it's been a process of asking for a lot of forgiveness and giving myself a lot of grace to start over. Um, I There are just times where life gets busy and um, other people experience this too, but I feel a particular shame when I don't connect with my friends, um, when I realize, oh, it's <laughs> it's been, um, you know, it's always around midterm time to finals. And so it's been like, it's been two or three months since I've really connected with these people that are truly important to me. So I hold a lot of shame there. And so what that causes me to do is not reach out to them. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I then just don't text them or call them or anything. Cause I'm like, I should have been better than oh, this. That's um, so real. I should have been a better friend. They probably don't, e they probably have forgotten me. <laughs> like, yeah. It's only been two months, but I, they probably don't even care about me anymore because, or they're angry at me, um, but rightfully so. So, so many times it's just been one, the grace of friends reaching out to me after those months and being like, are you okay? Like, or just miss you or those things. But then a lot of times it's been me just like <laughs> sucking up my own shame and just saying, hey, I'm so sorry that I've let these months go by without talking to you. You mean a lot to me mm -hmm. and I do want to be better at this. Um, and so I hope to be better at this in the future. So um, anyways, I just want other people to know that there doesn't have to be shame there. Um, just ask for forgiveness and start yeah. over. <laughs> totally. That actually reminds me, one of my, like my very best friend, we've known each other since kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And she, like her and I are still really good friends. She's come to visit me in Waco. Um, but we've had this conversation several times and with her, like she's the only person that I think I don't feel any sense of shame in that mm -hmm. regard when it's like, oh, I haven't talked to her in months. Um, which feels weird. It's like she's my best friend and there literally will be months where we just don't talk yes. to each other. Because life happens, um, but we, and I, I think that goes back to what I was saying about changing expectations a yes, little bit. absolutely. Um, and not holding someone to the standard of like, you need to talk to me every single week. Um, so my best friend and I have had that conversation of like, hey, just because I'm not reaching out, like, I still think about you, I care a lot about you, like, I'm always a phone call away if something happens or you need me, but it works for us to just be like, when we catch each other, we catch each other, but every time we're in the same state. So when I go back to Iowa, that's where she lives. Um, we make a point to see each other. Yes. And we usually get to spend a few days together and it's so fun and like always so good. Um, but I think if I were to have not spoken that sense of shame or not said like, I feel really bad that we don't talk all the time and we wouldn't have had that conversation, um, our friendship maybe would have suffered just cause we both or would have been like, on different pages or letting ourselves believe that lie that like we don't matter to each other yeah. anymore so um yeah I think that was really helpful for us maybe good advice of just have hard conversations yes. talk about people yeah define the relationship but within friendship a little bit in a way of like hey what's the expectation here yeah um yeah and operate out of that I think it's helpful yeah, yeah. one of my dearest friends from undergrad um, and I don't think she would mind me sharing this, um, but we disconnected for a few months and in those few months she had some like life-threatening health issues. Um, 
that I didn't know about. Um, but it was sort of widespread, like it was on Facebook and things like that, and I just didn't really know about it. And so I didn't contact her. And on her end of things, she had things, you know, she was being pretty honest with people about it. And, you know, rightfully so, she was like, this person doesn't seem to care about me. <laughs> um, and what happened was we both just stopped talking. Um, and that happened for about two years of just not talking and seeing each other and just being awkward. <laughs> um, and there was a lot more factors at play too, but just um, what happened was one day after like two years, she texted me and she goes, we need to talk. And honestly, everything in me just freaked out and was like, I don't know what I want to do about this. And she, she was in Dallas at the time. She drove to Waco at like 9 p.m. <laughs> and we just sat in my living room in Brooks and just talked and cried yeah. and talked. And neither of us are criers, so that was huge. But if she had never just said, we need to talk, and then we laid all of our cards on the table and realized it was really just an elaborate miscommunication mm -hmm. <laughs> was all it came down to. Um, but, you know, it was because we weren't connected the same way we were when we were on campus together um, as working as CLs and things like that, that it was just looks different. Um, and I had a, I did a lot wrong, <laughs> um, but it was much easier to just sit and talk about it and understand each other's perspectives instead of go through life just being confused and frustrated with one another. Yeah. And being like, what happened to this great friendship? Yeah. But, I actually remember when you yeah. <laughs> when that happened because you came... And you were just kind of like, oh my gosh, that just happened. It was shocking. Like it was like the next day we saw each other. But yeah, I, always, I thought that was a cool story too, just because it takes a lot of courage for yes. someone to drive up just to like make things right with a friend. Yeah. So, and I was like, we can do this over her. the phone. And she's like, yeah, but I'll just, I'll just try. Yeah, <laughs> I was that's like, bold. Okay. <laughs> but that's just awesome. one of my heroes in life. Yeah. And always awesome. has been and always will be. So all that's say, just be honest and have yeah. hard conversations just like Beth was saying yeah totally yeah I think that all gets a lot at how to stay connected with your current community when it's no longer there um, but I also think it's so important to really be present where you're at and to try to hold those two things in balance of like don't let people from your past communities drop to the wayside but yeah. also like let yourself connect with new people and create new community in a new place as well um so i don't know do you have any thoughts on that of like not so much connecting with old friends but building new friendships and creating community as you transition yeah i mean think about maybe all the things that you took from brooks if you've been able to connect to the community and if you haven't been able to connect at brooks maybe these are things to sort of look out for and implement um like i will say probably the loneliest year of my life was when i lived at brooks and that really wasn't Brooke's fault. <laughs> um, it was really mine um, in a lot of ways. And so if you're not in, like involved in Brooks yet, here are some ways um, from someone who was also pretty isolated in one of the best communities on campus, um, but still felt very lonely and um, disconnected. Um, just you can bring this into other parts of life. Um, eat together. I already said that, but Sunday night dinner, eat mm -hmm. together. And Tuesday tea is kind of also a little bit the same kind of thing. You know, you're drinking tea and eating little little snacks and drinking some um, Coke. You know, just have those opportunities to eat and um, drink together. Dr. Peppers, of course. <laughs> By drink, I mean yes. Cokes and Dr. Peppers. Baylor approved, Baylor approved drinks. <laughs> um, 
And then also finding common, if you're able to have common spaces to hang out, that's also helpful. Um, so when I lived in an apartment with some girls I didn't know very well, just being in the living room uh, and trying to find reasons to study in the living room um, without dominating that space was really helpful to creating friendships. And that's where a lot of things just happened or in the kitchen or you know those spaces where you're interacting with other people. So kind of place yourself there. Um, you don't need to be in the center of the room. You can be in the corner working on homework, but just being there, I think, is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And even if that means going to a coffee shop, you know, maybe you don't have roommates in a living room, going to a coffee shop and just placing yourself in that space and getting to know people or um, church, you know, yeah. going to, if, you, if you're able to be involved in um, a community like a church, um, you know, there's going to maybe be some events and things like that that, um, just go, <laughs> just mm -hmm. show up. And that's also a Brooks thing. Just come to events and show up. You don't have to necessarily even talk to anyone. It's best if you do, but if you just mm -hmm. show up, that's, that's something. And so, yeah, um, finding things like, like a, a religious community, things like that are going to help. And just, if there's events or services or whatever that looks like for you, just show up. <laughs> yeah. That's what, yeah. Leah Duncan. Um, she was the hall director last year, yes, but she, Leah. Yeah, we love Leah. If you're listening, we love you. Um, but she would always say, you know, if you can just have the courage to show up for five minutes and see how it goes, and maybe that's like your first step. If you come to for five minutes and then if you feel uncomfortable, leave. If that wasn't so bad, then maybe the next time challenge yourself, I'm going to come for five minutes and then talk to one person. Yes. Um, and then the next time, maybe two people. Maybe the next time, if it's Tuesday tea, like I'm going to ask a question today. Um, but kind of give yourself like little, she would always say that, like give yourself little goals to meet instead of just being like, I need to make all my friends in the next one week of college or I'm doomed. Like, no, you're not, first of all. Second of all, that's a big bite to take, um, but maybe start by taking smaller bites and just challenging yourself in smaller ways, which I thought yeah. was so wise. Um, yeah, so just showing up. My letter board right now ironically I did it in like January but it says the world needs you to show up today and I'm tempted to change that. it because the world needs me to stay home today <laughs> but it's still you know metaphorically the world does need you to show up today I think yeah. that's beautiful and maybe that means show up to virtual Tuesday tea yeah you know definitely. it's almost less effort <laughs> yeah it might be less effort to just click your computer screen um yeah. start there maybe that's your challenge and if it really really is uncomfortable for you and when it's virtual you can fake technology issues and just get out of oh, there like or just no video end. yeah <laughs> so if tuesday tea has not been your thing this year join us online to try again because it's a lot less daunting which yeah, I don't yeah. think it's daunting in the first place, but. Agreed, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe talking a little bit about um, life outside of Brooks. So we kind of talked about this in Tuesday mm -hmm. Tea yesterday. If you weren't there, we just talked about how, you know, every one of us is gonna face that transition someday where we're leaving college and maybe some of us will join other campus climates maybe some of us will be in the corporate world maybe some will be working like on a teacher staff or whatever that might be but community will look a lot different um so that's something that I've been thinking a lot about um just not being in I mean I work in a college environment so I'll always be in a college environment but it will still change um so just not being in a familiar environment and how to build community and I think like you said Teddy um for me church is going to be so important 
Um, mm-hmm. And that's like just the way that I find community and community that values similar things as me. Um, if you don't go to church, I encourage you to join a club or maybe find like a basketball team you can join. Yes. Or I play like I played softball. And so last year I joined a softball rec league just to get out and make friends. And it was a lot of fun in Waco and something that pushed me outside my comfort zone. Um, so find ways like that. That is how you're going to meet people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think other people are hungry for community as well. So someone just needs to start it. Yeah, that's true. That's so much it. That's something I've been thinking about is, yeah, um, the sort of idea of, you know, the grand saying, be the change you want to see in the world. Um, But I mean, just knowing that when I leave here, it's my responsibility to build community that I want to see. Now, that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean like hijack other people's initiatives or anything, but Mm -hmm. it may be just like inviting people to dinner, whether that's going out or making dinner. I don't cook, so um, <laughs> hoping I have cooking skills by that point. It's my quarantine goal, but um, yeah. yeah. So I love that, just initiating, creating that community you want to see. I think that's so wise. Yeah, one of my favorite podcasts is by a woman named Christina Cleveland. She is a Fuller Seminary graduate and a pastor now, but she talks about um, just kind of the emphasis that we place on friendship and how we don't necessarily view it as important as an important relationship, especially after marriage. And so it's kind of like, yes, you have all your friends and then you get married, move on from college, and then friendship isn't as important. And she just talks a lot about how we need to view friendship as an important relationship and really pour into those friendships and that community by doing similar things that you do in a marriage. So you know, eating together, having people over your home, Mm -hmm. caring for each other's children if that's applicable, um, doing Bible study together or doing a book club together and just really making time to, yeah, she she went as far in her own friendships where she like bought a house with them and they shared finances. They were all like in their 30s and still single and really were craving that sense of family and so they created it I mean, that's so. what we have here exactly yeah <laughs> totally just like a giant house <laughs> yeah yes exactly so yeah I think it just takes courage and being creative and inviting people in um yeah I think it's super impactful when someone extends an invite to you so and if you're inviting what I would say is invite people to your own space home whatever that looks like as much as you're able to right now obviously we can't really do that mm-hmm. um, but outside of this particular situation doing that as much as you can your space does not need to look like Pinterest to be warm and welcoming and a comfortable place for people it does not need to have all of the expensive things you just need to have you know you like ground mm-hmm. <laughs> to sit on like just a floor yeah, right <laughs> actually very much so some of my my, my dear friend that I was telling you about, um, who we, you know, sort of reconnected after those years. Before all of that, I remember she helped me, like, move into an apartment. And all I had was floor space. And we just sat and talked on the floor for, like, <laughs> hours. And that was when Wesley and I were dating. So he was there, too. And all we had were pillows and the floor. And my mom was there. And we just had a lovely time. That's awesome. That's so fun. You know, all you need is floor. Yeah, and you'll always remember that. Cause I know. Because it was just like the people you were with and the community you were creating. Well, yeah, we were like, okay, we have couches coming eventually. Should we just cancel that and get bean bags? Like, or just pillows? Like, yeah. Whole, whole place of pillows. Oh my gosh, that'd be awesome. 
you know, a ball pit. You know? <laughs> yeah. But totally. you just need floor. Yeah. And there's outdoors too. So meeting people outdoors helps too. Yeah. Being creative. Um, yeah. So I guess wrapping up the conversation. Yes. What are like, I guess if you could think of a big takeaway from what you've experienced, challenges, challenges you've had that you'd want the Brooks community to know, what would that wrap up be? Be brave. Have courage. You know, I, I think, you know, even you can sum it up in the, what is it? Is it from Cinderella? Have courage and be kind. Mm. Um, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> with the emphasis on the courage. Um, yeah. Just be brave. Talk to the person, even if that takes everything in you. Mm-hmm. I'm naturally very shy, but it's something you can learn. It's something you can practice, and sometimes you fail, <laughs> and sometimes it goes really well, and then you have a new friend. Um, yeah. And then being kind always, um, being open to have you know meeting new people and having new relationships. Yeah, I think my biggest thing I would want you all to take away is that it's it is difficult um but that other people want to know you and they want community as well so in those times of wandering or those times where maybe you feel lost um like teddy said be brave and instigate that because it will be meaningful for you but also for other people who are also wandering and feeling lost um so just remember you're worth knowing you're worth being in community with and People will love you yeah that's really good and if you do leave Brooks after this if this is if that's where you need to go um, come back like yes. visit us when I see alum come back even before I knew any of the alum and just alum were coming back like it's so beautiful and it's so mm-hmm. sweet so you're always welcome to come to a Tuesday tea or a Sunday night dinner and um, I will swipe you in <laughs> if you want to yeah. come to Sunday night dinner um, just come back yeah. <laughs> Beth <laughs> I will be back to visit, especially now that I got gypped of half my semester. Yes. I have to come back to visit everyone. So hold me to it, listeners. <laughs> hold her to it. Yes. Um, moving on to our next segment. So we were asked to give a couple of recommendations. So we've been, um, we'll start with Song of the Week. Teddy, what have you been listening <laughs> to this week? This is kind of depressing. Not really, but um, so I've been listening to a lot of the Beatles lately. Oh, um, that's have amazing. you ever heard of them? <laughs> yeah, kidding. the who? <laughs> the Beatles. Um, what a fun time. So um, I, re- I sort of reconnected with the Beatles because I watched the movie yesterday. Um, but ironically, I've been listening to Yesterday, <laughs> which is kind of <laughs> depressing in this time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just such a mood and it's such a great song. Oh, I love the Beatles. So that is my song of the week is Yesterday by the Beatles. Beatles. I love it. Um, My song of the week is a worship song just because (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm sorry. I know, I know. I I didn't want to go there, but I'm just being real with y'all. No, that's Um, great. Yeah, just because it's felt calming in this time. So it's called King is Here by Vita Music, and I highly recommend it. It's a good one. But yes, what about book? Book review or book recommendation? Um, so what I am reading, but I haven't finished it yet, so I don't know if I can give a review, but so far, so good, is Malcolm Gladwell's book, Talking to Strangers. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of applicable. Um, and his premise essentially is that we are really bad at estimating strangers, like of judging, <laughs> and, uh, both in good ways and bad ways. Sometimes we give people 
right now I'm reading a lot about spies (laughs) and how people were totally oblivious and Mm -hmm. it wasn't that the spies were so good but that people are so bad at um, judging one another and judging being like just um, understanding or getting an accurate estimation of that person Um, but then also we can we judge people more harshly than we judge ourselves Um, and so it's just really fascinating and interesting and I just love spy stories and I know there are parts of the book that don't talk about spies actually a lot of it has um you know um a big part of the book is about racial um um, injustice and things like Mm -hmm. that so but right now I'm in the spy chapter so that's where I'm at nice (laughs) so what do you recommend so far nice yeah for me um I needed to get off of the nonfiction kick because yeah I was just ready to read something Fiction. Oh, I love fiction. Yes. <laughs> so I've been reading Little Fires Everywhere um, by Celeste. I Her last name is escaping me. By Celeste. Her, yeah, yeah, you'll find it if you search it. It's also a Hulu show now, which is why I started reading the book, because I started watching the show, and I was so hooked that I didn't want to wait until the end of the series, because it's like one that you can't binge it yeah so I was like I want to know what happened so I ordered the book and now I'm reading the book um and so far I would recommend it it's really good and if you're sick of reading books for class this is a good change of pace I like it yeah um okay we had or we're gonna move into our segment actually called this or that so our viewers no you aren't viewing us our <laughs> listeners submitted, if you are you shouldn't be yeah, <laughs> submitted some questions to us um so i'll just read the questions and then teddy and i will answer and we'll leave it at that if you want explanation i guess you'll have to email us um so the first question is beth or teddy oh definitely teddy beth (laughs) i figured that was gonna happen yeah books or movies i'd say movies i don't know yeah movies i'd say books i'm i've always been a classic book gal wesley will say i hate movies that is a lie (laughs) don't believe anything he ever says yeah i've learned that about wesley (laughs) yeah that's just one thing one little nugget of truth (laughs) you can also take with you yes (laughs) take away iphone or android iPhone, iPhone. Uh, so basic. Yeah. Mac or PC? Mac. Once again, Mac. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you're not an Apple person. <laughs> Seminary or Hessa? Hessa. For me, I, I have a love of both. I actually was contemplating between Hessa and Seminary Wait, when that's I was so funny. yeah. And so was so, I. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like I could definitely see myself going to Seminary I could in see you five seminary, years yeah. or so. I would love to do college ministry. Yeah. Um, don't hold me to that, but. Hold her to it. So both? I guess both for both of yeah, us. Right? Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Texas or Iowa? Uh, Iowa? I'm gonna have to say Texas because I've never been to Iowa. That's fair. I'm gonna have to say Iowa. That's all. So guys, Waco Civic Theater was gonna do a production of The Music Man, and my favorite thing about The Music Man is it just roasts Iowa the whole time. <laughs> like, unnecessarily yeah. so. And The Music Man Museum is in Iowa. It's 40 minutes from my really? hometown. Yeah, so oh, that's I really love that. fun. Um, nachos or tacos? Nachos. Ooh. That's a tough one. It depends on the taco and depends on the nacho. Okay. So that's a that's cheating. <laughs> it is, but we'll I'll move say on. taco if I have to commit. But okay. Super llama or drama llama? Oh, Interesting that's, that's question. A tough one. <laughs> I'm gonna say drama llama because I like the sounds of it. Oh, I was gonna say drama llama because it was submitted with the drama masks, so oh. it makes me think like like theater drama yes. or three theater 
llama. <laughs> Theater drama llama. Theater drama llama. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Sorry, super llama. And last question, Captain America or Iron Man? I have no opinion on this. I'm sorry. Oh, I have a very strong opinion on this. Captain America, always and forever. There we go. Teddy's opinion <laughs> is strong enough for the both of us. <laughs> Riley um, will back me up. <laughs> we are going to end our podcast this week with a final question that we were given by one of our listeners, Steph. Um, she asked, if you could replace all the grass in the world with something else, what would it be? And I've had the chance to think about this okay, so because I read the question. Um, <laughs> and I would say that I would trade the grass for that um, Sherpa material that's in, yeah. like, really soft blankets and sweatshirts that kind of looks like a lamb. Yes, yes. <laughs> because I think that would be so comfortable and so fun. I like that. Yeah, I was going to say something similar, just like, yeah, eternal, like, blankets or, uh, <laughs> like, just blankets. But I was trying to think more specifically, um, when Wesley and I were looking at getting, like, wedding registry stuff um, squared away, we found UGG blankets, which one, first off, the most basic thing I've ever heard of that Uggs have blankets, but it was the softest blanket of all time, but it was so many hundreds of dollars, so we did yeah. not register for it. Wesley w was sad for months about that, but Ugg, so just a giant Ugg blanket. Yes. Wait, actually, okay. <laughs> That's the blanket I was thinking of okay. when I said that because they are so soft. They're so soft. And actually, okay, this might be, I, I have one. What? Yeah. Bougie. <laughs> it, was a, it was a gift. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know they were that expensive, but it was a gift to me, and it's one of my favorite blankets. It's always on my couch, and I want all of the grass to turn into it. I love that. Wesley and I got married um, New Year's Eve, and so, you know, that's roughly a week before Christmas, and um, so all the way up till Christmas, he was like, get me an Ugg blanket. <laughs> I was like, that is not in my budget. <laughs> like, you know my budget at this point. This is not it. And so, so even, and like... After Christmas happened, he was like, you did get me an Ugg blanket. And my family was like, why wouldn't you get him an Ugg blanket? And I was like, oh what is y'all's deal? So anyways, so yes, it's caused you, a lot of tension in our marriage. Uh, I'm sorry. Maybe we so could soft. start a donation for an Ugg <laughs> get blanket. Get Wesley an Ugg blanket. <laughs> yeah. On that note, thanks for joining us this week. Um, please tune in next week for another episode of Samuel Podcast Brooks podcast, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes have a great day friends Bye. we will be in touch we